Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And in this episode, we will continue our series, Understanding Christian Concepts, by discussing fearing God. So, first, what does the Bible mean when it says to fear the Lord? The Study Bible actually has a fantastic insert describing this that I would like to read. So, it's inserted early into Proverbs. And it reads, Each of us knows what it's like to have a friend or a family member suddenly pop in on us and make us jump right out of our skin. The fear evoked by the sudden appearance of the angel of the Lord is repeatedly mentioned in the scriptures from the prophet Moses to the Virgin Mary. But the fear of the Lord is something more than surprise or terror. Proverbs teaches that, far from cowering in dread before the Lord, the person who fears the Lord clings to him. Solomon's father, King David, summed it up well. In Psalm 34, he said, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack, end quote. In other words, when we fear God, there's nothing to be afraid of. The fear of the Lord is a key concept throughout the Old Testament. Unfortunately, The Hebrew noun that is translated fear, or the verb to fear, does not communicate itself through any single word in English translation. So what does the fear of the Lord really mean? For us, the word fear often has a negative connotation, namely to be afraid of something or someone. The Hebrew term can mean that, for example, when Jacob prepared to meet his brother Esau, he feared Jacob, or he feared. Jacob had fled from Esau years before because he had tricked Esau out of his birthright. Jacob prayed to God, Please deliver me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, that he may come and attack me, the mothers with the children, from Genesis 32. But the word fear can have other shades of meaning. When referring to a person of high position, it takes on the idea of standing in awe or reverence before that individual. God wants us to fear him in this sense. He's our creator and he is our savior. How can we ever think of God with indifference or treat him lightly? Abraham illustrates a proper fear of the Lord. When Abraham traveled into the region ruled by Abimelech, he sensed that the king and his people were ruthless and would kill him just to get his beautiful wife Sarah. Abraham said, I did it because I thought there is no fear of God at all in this place and they will kill me because of my wife from Genesis 20. The Lord God wants us to have a healthy reverence of him so that we respect him and his word as Abraham did. Proverbs points out that true wisdom begins with such fear. The opening verses sum up the entire book. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction from Proverbs 1. This fear is closely related to trust because we can truly respect and reverence God Only when we believe that he is truly everything that his word, the Bible, says he is. Understanding the fear of the Lord as trust helps us to understand other enigmatic Bible passages, such as Psalm 130, verse 4, which reads, But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. And then it goes on to mention other uh, verses of Proverbs that include the concept of fearing God. And what I want to emphasize is the main point of the reading. Fear, in the case of fearing the Lord, 
is more about having an awe for or a high level of respect for the Lord, not about being spooked by him. And I believe that's an important understanding to have with regards to our relationship with God as Christians. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Thank you for that reading. So I think for me, one of the reasons why that's so important to our understanding is because sometimes God will point us in directions that we don't necessarily feel like we understand. Um, But by having that fear of God, by having that respect for him, that helps us understand and helps us be a little bit more willing (laughs) to go forward on that path that we don't understand. Um, Sometimes it's hard to understand those. I, I get it, but the fear of God is really, really important. Um, do you have any other thoughts about that? No, just that I agree. I mean, the fear of God, the respect for him, the awe for him. I mean, it kind of takes me back to a Lucado reading that he discusses how the same God who made the delicateness of flower petals is the same God that created the roar of thunder. And you think about that kind of difference and how can you not be awestruck and then when you realize that that's what they're discussing when they say that fear is the beginning of knowledge fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom and all of that stuff i mean it makes a lot of sense you it, you actually have to step back and see what god has created you have to get curious get uh a, a fire lit under you almost to try to discover whatever it is that you're passionate about. And then when you realize that all of that comes from the very same God, how can you not fear him? How can you not respect and be in awe of him? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think for me, this example kind of works. It works for me, may not work for anybody else quite as well. But the thing that I think about is I am completely a-okay with seeing a bear from far away. Because I understand its power, I respect its power, and I am able to um, still view the beauty of it and everything like that. The only thing that doesn't necessarily work well with that is that when I'm up close to the bear, I'm deathly afraid of it. When I'm up close to God, I'm not deathly afraid of him. So, only kind of sort of works, but... Fear in that sense does have a sense of respect for the bear as well. So maybe that helps a little. Well, sure. I mean, you want to gain knowledge about it. You want to understand it more. If you're in awe of the power of a bear, the appearance of a bear, then it's going to be something that you look at and say, I want to learn more about it. I want to get closer to it. And there are people that take that all the way into literally getting right beside a bear. Maybe not a wild bear, but think about a zookeeper. Think about somebody in charge of a bear enclosure. I mean, they want to get as close to the bear as possible. And I believe that that's the kind of respect, the kind of awe, the kind of passion that God wants us to have for him. Yeah, I definitely agree. But I believe that is all that we have for today. Next week, we'll actually be finishing up this series. We're going to have a one-episode summary of all of the Christian concepts, all the episodes that we have discussed in this series. Which I'm super excited for. I always love our summary episodes. 
it brings everything full circle. So don't miss that one next week. But if you have any ideas for other episodes, any questions coming out of this one, any comments, any questions going into the next one, um, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd always love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.